Welcome to Q4Q, the Queer Personals podcast. My name is Haley, a they-them archivist in Baltimore, Maryland, and this show is not for children. What does that mean? Don't let your child listen to it if you don't want them to hear swear words, sexual fantasies, kinks, and or other fun stuff that will likely come from our mouths. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to this bite-sized episode. This format is a small, cute review of things that I found during my other research that I just wanted to share with anyone who will listen. This episode is about an article that appeared in an issue of Outweek, which is published in New York City, on January 14th, 1990, titled Hung Up on the Lesbo Line, written by Liz Tracy. So some background, Liz Tracy wrote for a variety of publications, Girlfriends, Dead Jackie Susan Quarterly, Out, and of course Outweek, where she co-wrote a gossip column called Out on the Town with Sydney Picorni. She was also the editor-in-chief of the Gay City News, or LGNY, Lesbian Gay New York, as it was known as before it was sold in 2002 and renamed. She also co-wrote with Sydney a cute little book called So You Want to Be a Lesbian in 1996. And that's about as much as I googled her because to go further feels like stalking and I'm here about lesbian hookup lines. So the article begins following an evening calling into the personal ad party lines. It reads, I pick up out week. I know what I'm looking for. I turn towards the back around the personals. 1900 550 540 970 pages of ads hard hot the leather line hunk meat for those of you who are confused there's a dial a guide for party lines and then i find it two little ads i pick the cheaper line first after selecting three on my touch tone phone for gay and bisexual women I am listening to women giving out their bra sizes sexual predilections and phone numbers a lot of them are looking for relationships So Liz is frustrated and lonely as she goes through this article. Um, She describes calling into a sapphic party line, hoping to chat with another woman, and being met with the voice of a man. Sir, she laments. For some reason, phone sex is not caught on among lesbians. Gay men have lines for every imaginable permutation of sexual activity. But my first instinct when I thought of this, the article, was to submit two blank pages. Once I actually heard two women doing it over the phone. It was very hot until one of them asked for the clitoris size of the other. I never really thought about dyke-sized queens, and when I did, I thought it would be a breast fetish. I had to hang up so I didn't ruin their evening with sarcasm. She then proceeds to talk about her frustration with some of the conversations between women having phone sex and the cringiness that goes with it. And so she suggests an alternative. I decided the best way to get lesbians to have phone sex is to start a celibacy line. This will make it easier to discuss sex. A typical encounter. Hi, this is Jenny. Anybody on? Three months. It's really hard. Yeah, I know. The last time was unbelievable. Really? Even if it wasn't that good, it seems so wonderful. Tell me about it. And then Jenny keeps talking. They're both excited now. Their breathing gets harder. One thing leads to another. So, so much frustration with the state of dating in the 90s and how to find uh, women to have casual fucking. Liz pokes fun at the way women talk dirty to each other and craves a simple way to get off with no prior conversation or strings attached. She writes, Essentially, what I want the opportunity to take responsibility for my own orgasm, day or night, without the complications of things like toothbrushes, what movie to see, arguing over dildos, explaining to someone why I think a particular act is a consummate life experience, and discussing seriously the prospect of monogamy. 
It's the 90s. 5.50 girl and 5.30 Lisa are two very underutilized party lines. Girls, let your fingers do the talking. Oh, girls, let your fingers do the walking. Wondering what 550 girl and 530 lisa were like during their heyday and i was also wondering if there are any responses or letters to the editor or like any uptick in the party lines after she wrote this article but in terms of like actually getting like a written response it was it just appears that this article is a flash in the pan of gay sexual frustration i can only imagine what it was like before the internet before you could just hop onto Tinder, Grinder, or whatever to like find yourself a hookup, Lex. It is funny. I think a lot of times we take it for granted the amount of content we get to absorb and just like the sheer amount of porn or sexuality that we can just like we have at our very fingertips. And in 1991, like, or in 1990 when this came out, like, internet was like in its infancy and you really. All you had was porno mags, but, like, not very readily accessible ones. And sometimes all you want is, like, another, like, hot woman on the other line. Yeah, so Anthony Kay compiled a full website of Liz Tracy and Sidney Picorni's articles out on the town between 1990 and 1991, and they are still available if you want to check them out at stardustlanes.com slash O-O-T-T. I will also put them in my short little show notes. See you next time.